0: Hello, and welcome to Inside Policy Talks, the premier video podcast of the Macdonald-Laurier Institute, Ottawa's most influential public policy think tank. At the Macdonald-Laurier Institute, we harness the power of Canada's brightest minds to tackle Canada's greatest challenges. Learn more at macdonaldlaurier.ca. Okay, well, welcome everyone to another series of uh, McDonald Laurier Institute's Inside Policy Talks. Uh, we're really delighted uh, today to have uh, the Minister of Energy from Romania, uh, Mr. Sebastian Berducia. Uh, Minister, welcome uh, to Ottawa. Thank you. It's good to be here and it's good to be at MLI. Uh, I love your work and thanks for the opportunity. Thanks so much. And I think it's great that you've come here in September and that you haven't had to endure at Ottawa in the winter. So <laughs> hopefully, your counterparts in Ottawa. Uh, when they do invite you in the future, uh, invite you to the summer time or in the fall. It's been really good. It's been a couple of uh,
1: very good days,
0: very good weather, very good meetings. And uh, today is obviously the, the highlight of the trip. That's great, uh, Minister. So if I could start uh, just a little bit of context of your trip to Canada. Yep. Uh, so uh, what are some of the objectives that you had coming into your visit here? Uh, what are some of the outcomes that you, that you hope to achieve or that you may have already achieved? Uh, and then we can move into some of the other issues uh, that you focus on. Canada is very important for Romania, and I
1: almost wish that m- more Canadians would know more about Romania and there would, they would talk more about it. It's a special partnership that goes back to the 70s, at least, if not even before that. I've been uh, reading a bit about history, and it turns out that uh, in the late 1800s, our king back then. I had a dentist who was Canadian and he was one of the closest advisors to the king. Uh, But in the 70s, there was a very important collaboration that was started in the nuclear field. And uh, Romania took a very wise decision back then and the dividends pay off to today. uh, Essentially, we became the only country behind the Iron Curtain to turn to Western technology and nuclear energy. Uh, All the countries around us uh, to this day depend on Russia. their nuclear energy, everything from the reactor to fuel. Uh, Romania is all based on Canada, on the Canadian technology that has proven very safe, very resilient and uh, Canada has been with us throughout that whole process since uh, the 1970s when the initial deal was struck. Through a very long and uh, sometimes painful process of building these things, um, they are located by the Black Sea and we have two units under operation. The first one uh, was uh, operated first in 1997 and the second one in 2007. So it took a long time for, for them to come to fruition, but now um, we're building two more. Essentially, the, the original project was for five reactors. The fifth one is not, feasibly, uh, it's, it's not feasible to develop at this point, but two more can be um, done, and so we are in advanced talks with uh, companies here that own the technology, they own the IP, and they're perfect partners to continue this important
0: project. Well, well that's great, and in a very important context, and I, I want to use this as a hinge point to talk a little bit about Russia's war in Ukraine. Obviously, uh, Romania is a frontline actor here, right. and the strategic space and strategic choices that Romania and Canada have faced prior to Russia's reinvasion in February 2022 are very different from now. Right. So looking specifically at the energy security realm, can you outline some of the moves that Romania has been playing to, to help our Ukrainian friends, but also yeah. to help other allies in the transatlantic space? Because I think this is a very critical issue. We're just reflecting
1: on what has
0: happened, uh, Romania for many years has said, you know,
1: beware, beware of Putin, beware of Russia. And It gives us some consolation to say today we told you so. Um, Obviously we didn't imagine that Russia would simply invade Ukraine at that point but it turns out that the Black Sea and Ukraine and the whole eastern flank of NATO have become critical points for security. Energy within that whole context is fundamental because uh, Putin has used energy as a weapon in the past. He simply turned on and off the switch to provide uh, energy resources to much of Europe, uh, especially in the form of gas. But not only, I mentioned nuclear before. So, Romania is lucky because we have a very diverse energy mix. We have a lot of hydro, about 35%, nuclear is 20%. We have a lot more green energy coming up, solar and wind, and we're phasing out coal, but we're balancing that out with other sources of energy. And so we're pretty much energy independent Mm -hmm. in the region, which is very, very uh, unique. And frankly, we got lucky in that respect. So uh, we've tried to do our part in helping Ukraine and especially the Republic of Moldova, which is uh, our neighbor and, for many historical reasons, very close to Romania. Um, So we provided uh, electricity, we provided gas, we provided them at uh, subsidized uh, prices and we essentially helped uh, the rest of Europe to come up with an alternative to Russian gas. Mm. Um, We also took a very important decision to invest in offshore gas in the Black Sea. Uh, It's a joint project by OMV Petrom, an Austrian-Romanian company, and Romgas, that's a Romanian company that's the main provider of natural gas in the country. And it's a huge uh, supply of natural gas, it's over 100 billion cubic meters Perhaps up to 200 billion cubic meters, to give you a sense of what's that uh, what that is worth. Uh, this will make Romania in 2027 the largest gas producer in Europe. So much of that should provide for additional security for our region. But to sum up, I think we've beyond doing our part in uh, humanitarian aid and providing certain uh, help with security needs for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of um, help has been in the form of energy flows, gas flows, increasing interconnections. Our state-owned gas company that operates the gas network in Romania actually today has taken over the gas network of Moldova from Gazprom, the Russian company. Mm. So a lot of it is just making sure that Russia's influence through energy is lower and we can uh, basically provide stability for the region as an energy hub.
0: I think that's great. I mean, and I think your last point of Romania serving as an energy hub, I mean, again, not to name names, but several uh, states and neighbors in Europe have, have made energy choices that uh have not proven to be successful for them. Uh, And I think Romania clearly is an example of the opposite where you've made successful choices, obviously you have some geography that favors that as well. So going forward, is that going to be an important part of your dialogue with other states in in NATO and also within the EU is looking at the Romanian model, but also using yourself as a hub and a supply network, uh, not just for your Ukrainian friends and for Moldova, uh, but for others uh, within the European Union? We've always pushed very hard for a transatlantic
1: partnership, and so that includes a very strong relationship between uh, the EU, the US, Canada, you know, among the allies. That has not unfortunately been the position of other EU member states, uh, even in our immediate neighborhood, mm-hmm. and not to name any names. Uh, But we continue to watch very uh, cautiously what some countries have done, in uh, in that they keep providing Putin with a platform, they keep having uh, commercial uh, relationships with Russia, even in the energy field. Um, So, uh, you know, as far as Romania is concerned, we will keep pushing for a very close partnership uh, across the Atlantic, I think joint security, joint economic development, joint cooperation in energy. Mm -hmm. All these can only be done as a team, Uh, even more so in the context of Russia's invasion. So you can count on Romania to be a very strong voice on the eastern flank, Mm -hmm. uh, pushing for that uh, partnership and for the involvement of North America
0: uh, together with Europe in solving these challenges. If we can pivot just for a second uh, to the Three Cs Initiative, and I, I understand that, uh, that Romania just hosted a significant forum sure. uh, earlier this month in Bucharest on the Business Forum for sure. the Three Seas Initiative. Can you explain to the Canadian audience a little bit, you know, first of all, what is the Three Seas Initiative, uh, how this could link to Canada, and from a business energy perspective, uh, you know, where Romania fits in?
1: The Three Cs Initiative essentially brings together uh, Central and Eastern European countries uh, on the eastern flank, the idea behind it is to encourage uh, joint positions as well as economic development through better connectivity. Historically, uh, we, as a region, but also as a country, we've we've thought of the world in uh, east versus west terms, uh, not enough in north south uh, axis, and so we discovered that it's a good idea to promote connectivity between, say, you know, the, the Baltic Sea uh, and. Uh, the Black Sea and so um, rail, uh, road, energy connections, all these help develop the region, they help attract investors, Uh, there's a fund connected to the Three Seas initiative that uh, finances projects commercially essentially, so if they make sense the fund will back them up. And for for our region it's it's a way to uh, position ourselves with a stronger voice and say, hey Ottawa, hey Washington, you know, hey London, uh, hey the rest of the world, uh, this part of the world matters. Mm-hmm. And um, right now, of course, we're in the front lines, Ukraine is uh, fighting for its own survival, but really fighting for the rest of Europe as well. So we want to make sure that they receive all the support they can get.
0: I think that's great and in my mind and something the institute has been focused on as well as looking at how Canada engages in the world. Traditionally we've been very tethered to a multilateral engagement right. with some of the big forums obviously United Nations NATO etc but looking at some of these regional or minilateral groupings and the importance of engaging with something like the 3 Seas Initiative I think is it's very important and instructive for Canada. It doesn't mean that we don't have uh, the other multilateral engagements, many of them with our Romanian friends right. as well, uh, but I see the importance of uh, this sort of engagement as well. So Minister, I think, uh, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today, I know there's a hey, uh, you know so many other issues that we could get into here, there's a wealth of topics, but I do appreciate your time Thank you very uh, and look forward to welcoming you back to Ottawa. Thanks and come to Bucharest as well,
1: I hear coming soon. So I'll look forward to it. I think you'll enjoy Thank, Thank you so much.